Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Federal Reserve is meeting right now to discuss an interest rate hike. What exactly does that mean? A lot of families are hurting right now, and this is going to hurt them more. That certainly seems like an odd result for something that's supposed to be helpful. But maybe that's what's supposed to happen. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. The Federal Reserve is meeting over the next two days to discuss federal interest rate hikes like I mentioned. People talk about interest rates in the Federal Reserve, but what does that actually mean? Like to you or to your neighbor or to anyone for that matter? When I read the explanation of what's going to happen or what could happen, It seems to me that to fix the economy, the government is making life harder for people. That's how I read it. But I'm sure it's more nuanced than that, right? Well, you're absolutely right. They're trying to stop people from spending so much money because when people are willing to spend money and they don't care if the price of their automobile is jacked up or they don't care if the uh, special shoes that they want to buy cost a little bit more, that adds to inflation. And that's one of the things that we have. It's a problem. It's running at about 8.5% year over year highest level in 13 years. That was WWJ business editor Murray Feldman, of course. The Federal Reserve is the central bank of the United States. It's their job to regulate the economy. Think about it like a bathtub. When the water gets too hot, you add cold water and vice versa. The Fed has the power to speed up or slow down the economy by adding or subtracting money. Though unbeknownst to me, I was getting ahead of myself, so Murray stepped in and added perspective. If I can, let's just go back a little bit. In March, we had a quarter of a percent rate hike. So that translates to about $2 a month on the typical Michigan credit card balance. That's not bad. We could see the Fed hike rates by maybe a half a percent. That's what the expectation is from economists. So that adds $4 on the typical credit card balance here in Michigan. Between those two rate hikes, we're looking at another $6 a month on our credit card bill. That's not bad, and it's hardly noticeable. Here's the Fed's secret sauce, so to speak. If the Fed hikes interest rates, say, just a quarter of a percent, five more times this year, which could happen, that's a total of close to $200 in credit card interest over and above what we paid last year. Well, now it's starting to add up a little bit. Then you add in the interest rates going up on adjustable rate mortgages, maybe home equity loans, car loans, small business loans. When you add it all up, it's really enough to slow down borrowing on a larger scale, which will slow down consumer spending, and that should allow inflation to back off a little bit. How exactly does that happen? Is there some wand that gets waved? Much to my disappointment, Michigan State University Associate Professor of Economics, Dr. Tony Doblas Madrid, says there is no wand. When they decide that they want to raise the interest rate, they do open market operations 
they buy or sell. In, in this case, instead of buying, they're maybe going to be selling bonds in order to lower the price of the bonds, which effectively raises the interest rate. It's not like they push a button and things start to shift. They have to physically make something happen to do it. They have to physically make something happen, exactly. They have to intervene in a market, and they're watching federal fund rates. They buy or sell until that interest rate is at the target. They have a goal of 2% inflation, but interest rates may have to go higher than that in order to reach a 2% inflation target. Raising interest rates is a powerful tool because of how broadly based it is. Once the decision is made to hike those interest rates, Dr. Tony Doblas Madrid says the action is wide ranging. The tools of the Federal Reserve, they are economy wide tools. So they raise the interest rate and that channels through to all the interest rates in the economy mortgage rates, auto loan rates, credit card rates. So they are going to raise the overall level of money in the economy or reduce, drain some money from the economy. And it's going to affect different households differently. The tools are not designed to target a transfer to a group of people from another group of people. They are total. The reason the interest rate hikes are so powerful indeed is because it touches everything. But Murray Feldman says that can be very painful for many people. I saw a study that just came out this morning. It showed that 60% of Americans right now are looking for things to cut back on. This inflation is really hitting them in two ways. It'll bring about higher interest rates from the Fed, but in the meantime, it brings about higher costs for just about everything you'd want to buy. When asked, what will you cut back on? The two biggest things they said were meat and cereal. So it is impacting a lot of people. You know, mortgage rates are going up too. A lot of people have adjustable rate loans. Those forbearance programs no longer exist, Zach. So you have a situation where foreclosures, mortgage foreclosures are up over 100% from where they were a year ago. A lot of families are hurting right now, and this is going to hurt them more. There is one thing that is important to know about the Fed. It's supposed to be isolated from politics. The Fed chair, who right now is Jerome Powell, serves at the pleasure of the president, but is not considered a political appointee. Now, Murray says that doesn't mean the choices made by the Fed don't have political implications. Zach, history has told us when things are good in the economy, and when you look at the statistics right now, I mean, employment is at a very high level. Just about everybody who wants a job has a job. Corporate profits are rising. The jobless rate is almost back to a 50-year low. These are all great things that would help any politician get into office or keep his job, except for one thing. It's the price you pay at the gasoline station, at the food market, for a haircut, for the shoes that you buy, for the clothes that you buy. That's what does it. It's people talking with their pocketbooks when they go to the polls. While the Fed uses certain formulas to help make their decisions, it's an organization run by humans. So I had to ask, Murray, will the interest rate hike work, and is there a chance it's a mistake? There is a chance. As a matter of fact, there are some economists who will tell you right now that they think we're going to head into a recession because it's going to be a little too much too late. When you talk about 
can the Fed make a mistake? Yeah, the Fed makes a lot of mistakes. The Fed one time said there's no problem with uh, housing costs going up back in 08. And what happened after that? A lot of people lost their homes. The bubble burst and uh, we had, went into a recession. There were Fed chairmen who said, I don't understand what's going on right now, but it seems to be working. That's not an answer because if it just seems to be working, you don't understand why it's working, it's going to stop working. And that's what we saw happen when Fed Chair Ben Bernanke was sitting in the seat. We had a tough economy after that. So yeah, the Fed does make mistakes. And there are some people who said they've made a mistake by not being more aggressive earlier this time around. It turns out there's a question even more difficult to answer than will it work? When will we know if it worked or not? Here is our economist friend, Dr. Tony Doblas Madrid. The experiences we have had with inflation in the 1970s, early 80s, well, a lot of technologies were different, globalization was different, and so there is always a leap of faith in turning the dial and hoping that things go as expected. Tightening policy should reduce inflation, but we don't know how much. We don't know the lag. Maybe an action taken today will be visible in prices a year from now or a year and a half from now. And so it is difficult then to see how much you need to tighten policy, how much you need to raise the interest rate, because you don't see the result right away. You have to wait a while until it kicks in. I had one lingering question with all of this uncertainty. I mean, the Fed has been around for over 100 years and has gone through many similar situations countless times. So why are there so many unknowns? Why is this not a science? The number of factors that go into the economy is just mind-bogglingly large. Every consumer, every firm, every investment fund, those are all making decisions, looking at the economy, looking at what the Fed is doing, making guesses about what might happen in the future. What is going to be the response of the rest of the world when the U.S. raises interest rates? Is this going to, for example, bring money in that will lead to an appreciation of the dollar? Then banks have to decide, okay, well, what do I do now with deposit rates? What do I do now with mortgage rates? What do I do now with car loan rates? Those are all decisions that the financial intermediaries make. And when we don't know at each of those steps how the different actors are going to react. It's one thing to fight fire with fire, if that even is a thing. But when the Fed raises interest rates, they're basically fighting money troubles with other money troubles. And even if it works, some will still suffer regardless. Big thank you to both Murray Feldman and Michigan State University economics professor Dr. Tony Doblas Madrid. For the latest on the Federal Reserve and interest rate hikes, head to www.jnewsradio.com. Our theme music is written and produced at Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.